Whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a staycation, Macy's has everything you need. Summer's almost here, and I'm so excited to take a trip with Bryn. We are planning it right now. We are heading to Macy's before we pack to grab new shoes we can wear all day with anything. I'm excited to lay in the sun with key pieces from Macy's, like my new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi's skirt. I am ready to relax and look and feel amazing. Oh, how good that sounds. Of course, I can't forget a new beach bag. I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You don't just live in your home, you live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated. Sun chips were always marketed in your mind because it says sun on it. It has a sunshine in the front that that was sort of healthy. And then when you look at the back and you look at all the ingredients, there's like 50 ingredients. And I always say eat things with ingredients you can pronounce. Uh, so I then realized that sun chips are just called sun chips. And so that's a great name because it just seems sort of like a healthy snack for kids. When Fritos, the three ingredients on a Fritos bag are corn, oil, and salt. But Fritos are marketed to be like fr, like fried, like they're Fritos. Like you just think that they're just bad. And I'm not saying the Fritos are good and that any of these bagged snacks are good, but corn, oil, and salt is better than the 20 ingredients on a chip that's marketed as healthy. Now let's go on to the other healthy chips, the quinoa chips, the lentil chips, the pop chips, the air popped chips, the baked chips, okay? If you look at the pop chips, it'll have between 130 and 150 calories per serving. It's usually 28 grams, okay? Go to the tortilla chip bag which you and your mind probably think is like bad. Tortilla chips will also just say corn, oil, and salt. But this is like your tortilla chip bag, the thing that you eat chips and guacamole with, right? That in your mind is not a healthy chip. That's like you're eating a bag of Mexican restaurant guacamole chips, right? 
But then pop chips and pop corners and air chips and sun chips and lentil chips and quinoa chips and all these chips that are so healthy and air popped and baked and all that bullshit and air puff and all this crap, they have the exact same number of calories and pretty much close in fat as the guacamole tortilla bag chip. So the whole chip genre is a scam. Eat the chips you like. Look at the back of the bag. Make sure that they don't have a lot of ingredients or artificial colors or flavors and that they don't have ingredients you can't pronounce and that it seems fairly simple. And look at how many grams the serving size is. But mark my words, unless it's a tiny little, the one of those little insulting bags of chips that has three chips and some air, it's going to be 28, 28 grams and like, 120 to 150 calories per serving. So eat the goddamn chips that you like. Put them in a little bowl. Have a serving. Have at it. Just don't eat the whole bag because the healthy ones are the ones that you think that you can eat the whole bag. That's the problem. That's the real reason for the scam. At least the ones that are orange and have 95 ingredients, you know that you shouldn't be eating the whole entire Mm -hmm. bag. So really, you end up eating more of the ones that you think are healthy. And oh, my skinny girl microwave popcorn, phenomenal, beyond. Like, literally, I think it's number two in low-calorie microwave popcorn. It's beyond. It's phenomenal. And there is no scam. It's lower in calories than any of those. It's not at all why I told you about the chip scam. But try it. If you don't like it, you can complain here. What do you think? What do you think about bagged chip scams? My guest today is Melissa Ben Ishay, the creator of Baked by Melissa. I'm such a fan of her and her iconic miniature cupcakes. They are the go-to dessert for my daughter's birthdays. Today, Melissa shares with us how she went from being fired from one job to launching her bakery in literally just a few days. While she is completely a free spirit, she also knows how to follow her business instincts. She is the only guest so far whose love for the Grateful Dead has led to a multi-million dollar business. I'm fascinated by her ability to pivot during the pandemic, not only thriving financially, but finding a way to bring people together during such a stressful time. This one is a real treat. You are going to love her and you're going to love this podcast. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. I feel like we've met, but we haven't, but you were one of our earlier supporters. So I appreciate it. I am. My daughter uh, loves your cupcakes and I always buy them in Soho. That is That location is still open. We do have a Soho window that's very similar to the like original Soho window. It's just like two blocks east of the original. Um, okay, so you are Melissa and your business is Baked by Melissa. And I want to hear about your whole sort of journey and your business and your struggles and your triumphs and your TikTok uh, and being a woman in business and all that good stuff. So where uh, where do you live? You live in the city? I live in Hoboken, but my business is based out of Manhattan. And you work from home or you go somewhere? I go to the office most days. I'm actually filming TikTok content today. So we do that at my house. It's just easier because I have a nice bright white kitchen. Interesting. Um, Do you find, is TikTok now a business? Is it actually lucrative? Because I think a lot of 
years ago when I wanted to do TikTok, uh, a social media person told me it was really for eight to 13 year olds. And then it became more mom tent during the pandemic. And I think a lot of people are wondering like, what's up with it? What's, what are we, is, is it for kids? Is it for dancing? What's the point? So for you, is it actually a business now? It depends how you look at a business. So we know that when we're top of mind for our customers, that helps drive traffic to our website. And for a while, I found myself on TikTok, like just enjoying the content. Mm -hmm. So right then and there, I knew if I, we, so our customer is Jordan. She's a mom, working mom, just like me. I am our customer. And I'm like, well, if I'm spending time on TikTok, then our customers are too. And I became like obsessed. And it turns out that I am a big part of what makes our TikTok successful, just creating. So we're just figuring out like how to use the advertising on TikTok. And, you know, once a week we post the video of a limited edition cupcake we have available where I'm making it. But it's also a, a great creative outlet. It's, uh -huh. it's giving me an opportunity to do what I do best. And it's crazy. I see people and they only want to talk about my TikTok. So it's working. Is it direct monetization? Can I tell you how much revenue TikTok is bringing in? No, but it's keeping us top of mind. The brand awareness is incredible. And that's the first step. Okay, so you're saying it's a flagship store. It's an advertisement, but directly money directly coming into your bank account as a result of posting these videos is not what's happening. It's basically you're doing commercials showing who you are as a personality, as an influencer, as a health advocate, as a mom. It's that. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I am a creator first. And I would love for people to look at Baked by Melissa's TikTok as a place to go to find recipes for everyday life. Got it. Okay. I understand. Um, so it's PR too. It's not, cause I don't think everyone understands that. So it's effectively like a good PR strategy and you get to drive the message yourself very organically, literally organically and figuratively yep. organically. Okay. So are you a chef by trade or you're just a person who has a passion for healthy foods? I love food. I think about food all the time. I can tell you what I'm having for lunch today because I've been thinking about it since yesterday. Is that weird? I just love food so much. What are you having for lunch today? So I made this mushroom soup that my brother made for Thanksgiving, and it was so good that I made it when I got home from Thanksgiving. I didn't make it a TikTok yet because I didn't have the time. Um, so I'm going to have that soup. And then I also made marinated tofu with this miso dressing that actually did go viral on TikTok. And so I'm going to have that too, probably on like a wrap or something. And and do you clean up after yourself when you do these videos? Because I feel like your kitchen must be a bomb every day. Yes. Well, it's funny. So the savory recipes, the salads in particular, I've been cooking. Like the best part of COVID is that I had time to cook dinner for my family every single day. I love to cook. I've been doing that every day for the past 13 years, whether it's a TikTok or not. So the all of the savory recipes that you see on TikTok, that's me in my kitchen, either when my kids are watching TV, unwinding from the day, or whether when my husband's giving them a bath, that's just me doing it because I'm going to cook this thing anyway, I might as well make a great TikTok out of it. Oh, nice. And and who's filming them? You know, you do it automatically, you know how to set it up. So it's filming you like on a tripod? Yes. Yeah, so 
so for all of the savory stuff, I just have a tripod that I got on Amazon and I just like put it, I, I have an eye for, I, I, I like it. It's a hobby. And then all of the baked, like the dessert, um, I do with someone on my team named Kathleen. She's sitting right here. Um, and we spend Thursday, usually Thursdays together in my apartment. My kids are obsessed with her and we bake like 10 recipes every Thursday. Okay. So you're built for this. This isn't what we were going to talk about, but I'm glad we just went into this road because you're built for this. I'm not built for this. So I like to cook, but just when I like to, I don't know if you know what a tripod is. I don't even understand social media. I don't know how to edit anything. I don't, I've never, I don't own a lot. This laptop I'm on is, I think it's my assistant's. I think it landed from the sky. I don't have an iPad. Like, so I'm fascinated by people like you who just naturally have this gift for this this modern sort of era of what's going on you're very lucky like it doesn't come naturally to me i watch these moms and it's great that this has become this outlet for people you're already doing it so it's just a new modern way to sort of market what you're doing and also as a person that is a natural food chef that went to school for food and healing that's had a wheat egg and dairy free baked goods company who knows you're baked by Melissa Cupcakes, I watch that you're making salads, which is not what you're selling. You're selling cupcakes. So it's interesting because Stacy's pita chips, she was making sandwiches. She was selling sandwiches on the street in the cold in Boston. And the one thing that you can't run out of when you're selling sandwiches is bread. You could run out of salami or cheese or whatever, but you can't run out of bread. So they always had extra bread and she would make these pita chips and that's what she ended up selling for hundreds of millions of dollars 20 years ago, that business. And I'm watching you and I feel like it could end up being your salads and this other healthy world that ends up being your ultimate real big success and calling card. So I, for entrepreneurs listening, you never really know what road is going to be the right road. You know, all roads lead to Rome and you got to be in the car and, and sort of have your eyes open and and look for the signs. So that's what I'm getting from you and watching your content, you're eating these sexy salads and you're like crunching that ship like you're making love to it and you're not making love to the cupcakes. So I just wonder, you know, what's going to happen with this business. Well, it's funny that you say that. I do think it's so important to be able to follow your heart and just to like go with your gut and intuition. And that's something I've only really learned. I think I learned it six years ago when I became a mom that I actually have these maternal instincts for my business. And it gave me this sense of confidence through learning and my experiences that I never had before. As far as TikTok goes, you know, the technology side of it, not my thing either, but I spent time on the app and I experimented under my own, like Melissa Benishai for a while before I actually, I uploaded something that went viral under mine. I was like, Oh my God, I have to use this for baked by Melissa. I just trust it. I just knew there was an opportunity to learn it. And the platform is super intuitive. You can do it. And I've seen your TikToks too. And I do think there's something there. I think what makes TikTok incredible, different from any other social media platform, is that anyone could be successful at it if you give it your time. Like your your time. Agree. And I am a scrapbooker first and foremost. And so to me, TikTok is a virtual scrapbook. So I get it. Interesting. Like, I love it. I get it, too. It's the next iteration of someone like Justin Bieber becoming famous because of all these sort of YouTube videos. It's just the next iteration of that. We've just gone away from uh, traditional media, and I think that that's so interesting. No one's really picking up magazines unless you're sitting in a nail salon anymore. So it's just an evolution.
there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. So you as an entrepreneur, have you always considered yourself an entrepreneur? That's a great question. Yes, but I didn't believe it always. 
well, that's your imposter syndrome thing you talk about. You, 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 you haven't, we had a traditional vision about what an entrepreneur was and that's not you. So now you're sort of fitting into your own skin of being a non-traditional entrepreneur, which is what literally everybody that I speak to here has had a non-traditional road to success. So that's kind of what I want to hear about your upbringing, your relationship to success and money and work ethic and how you got into this. I've heard that you've, you got fired, you failed. So how did you start? What did you want to be when you grew up and how did you get to be this mom entrepreneur? So growing up, I had two wonderful, supportive parents. I still do. So not have, I have two wonderful and supportive parents. I have an older brother who is my best friend. And my mom always tells the story of how on the way home from the hospital, when I was born, my brother was like, Melissa, that's a tree. And that's a house like trying to teach me. And I, I love that story because he's still the same with me today. Like he's trying to teach me. And growing up, my dad was in the family business. So the dinner, we had eight dinner as a family most nights of the week. I would hear the talk about business. My brother was very entrepreneurial and very into business at a very early age. He went to Syracuse University and he was in the school of entrepreneurship and business. Whereas I, I was very interested in business because that's what I was around all the time. I followed him to Syracuse. I was a child and family studies major. I was like a, like a earthy. What? No, like, like a pothead. Yeah, I, like, I'm not yeah. really. Yeah. Like I wasn't really into school. I knew that I just needed to get by. I would like go to the gym every day, hang out with my friends and like, make sure I was like passing. But I love talking to my friends about business and, you know, not my, a lot of my guy friends were in the business school. And so it was fun. It was fun to talk about business. I understood it. I, I think you need something, an idea that people either need or want, and then you can do it. I, I believe that. And you know, that's what excites me and motivates me to work my ass off every single day. So I got by in college. I was excited about the interview process of getting a job. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew that I just needed to get as many interviews as I could. And I understood, like, go in there, ask them about themselves, what they like about their job, what they think, you know, whatever. And it works. I guess I'm good at the interview process. I got a job that I didn't like. I stayed there for seven months. It was like so boring, but I made good friends. That's actually where I was when I made my first batch of tie-dye cupcakes. They were Grateful Dead themed for a coworker. Then I got another job in advertising, which is the one I was fired from. And the day I was fired, I went to my brother's office crying from my cubicle, packing up my stuff. I got fired. He said, great. It's the best thing that ever happened to you. Go home, Baker Cupcakes. We'll start a business together. When was that? How old were you? That was... I was 24. Okay. Uh, uh, that was June, 2008. He had just moved into his very first office. He had a company called Musebox Media building websites for clients. I went home from his office the day I was fired and I baked four batches of cupcakes, big cupcakes, not bite size. Mm -hmm. My tie dye that I had been known for since baking those, uh, grateful dead tie dye cupcakes. I started baking them for everyone and anyone because creating things with my hands like makes me so happy but then to be able to give them to somebody as a way to make the people I love happy for me that's everything and that's what I get to do truly through Baked by Melissa 
um, and really through TikTok now, which is why I love it. Yeah, I can tell. I get it now. And you're wearing a tie-dye sweatshirt, but I'm getting that now I'm getting it. So it's the message for people listening. You're really doing exactly what you love. So it's, it's for me, I don't like sort of structure and that kind of organization and like having to have like a tripod or the lighting like that all suffocates me I like sitting right here and talking and being curious and just venting and ranting and going so it's just different like I'm getting why you're loving that you get to sit down and create and share and talk about it and I'm getting it I'm getting it so I like that but I but I don't I'm not good at structure and organization either I, I, I can relate to that so much. I do know that I need to, sur- and I'm sure you know this too, like you surround yourself with, the, with people who are super structured and organized to, to balance your, your strengths. Well, that's so funny because I'm the most organized person you've ever met in your life. There's not a mess, nothing. I just can't be shackled. And we both probably have that in common. I can't be like in a formatted television show where you have to say something, do something, be something. I was terrible at a talk show because it was a traffic cop and I felt trapped. It's so funny. That's so I look at, I, I'm not going to say the name, but I, there are certain like talk show hosts where I'm like, oh my God, that sounds like the most, mis- she's been doing it for so many years. Like, I don't blame her. Like, it's crazy. Like you have no idea. You have no idea how terrible it is. People that do that well, make it look easy. It is sheer torture. I believe it. Nothing is worse than people like on you, like a, pit crew from seven in the morning about what you want to eat about the cleavage your lipstick your hem the color the background florals for spring it's a shit show clorox is advertising and when we come back and after the break shit show hated it okay so back to you so you are 24 you start baking cupcakes um your brother believes in you he's your sort of mentor and spirit animal and you've been doing this for how many years now? Like 17, 18 years now? Baking? Yeah. I always love to bake. And there's like, like one of my profile pictures on Facebook was like three-year-old Melissa standing on a kitchen chair next to my dad making something. Like, But I mean professionally, monetizing it. Oh, well, at that point, so today it's been 13 years. At the point that I was fired, I wasn't I wasn't selling. I was just doing it as a hobby. Okay. So it's been 13 years. Fourteen? Uh, 14 years. Do you consider, are you successful now? Are you making money? Do you, can you do what you want? Is this a very successful business? By def, my definition of success is working hard towards things that you love. And I have the opportunity to work hard towards Baked by Melissa and my family. I work my ass off for them. Um, but yes, I am also successful. I make a living. I support my family. My husband is also actually employed by Baked by Melissa. We met the day I opened that Soho window on Spring Street. Wow. So he's so you work together and do you own the business together? That's it. There are no partners. Do you have investors? No, so I I have the equity in baked by Melissa. That you know, like if you're married, fine, we share everything. But yeah. But so that's my ownership and I do have oh so the story of baked by Melissa is like people always ask oh, how much capital did you raise? You know, pe- like people go to this like yeah. really structured place. Like, oh no. Like I right. actually surrounded myself with people who had skills that I didn't, which is, it's one of my mantras in life to this mm-hmm. day. So I went home 
baked those cupcakes, sent them into work with my best friend's little sister. She was interning at a very well-known PR agency and the caterer for the PR agency was there. And the owner, uh, Alison Broad from Alison Broad, Alison connected me to Ben the day, the day after I was fired. And Ben called me that day, the day after, Hello, Melissa, this is Ben Zion. I'd like to bring you to my house for a tasting. So I went there. He's one of my co-founders. My brother's one of my co-founders. It's a, it's, it's a whole. So you have partners. Ben is your partner. He's my co-founder. Yes. I'm the only founder who's involved in the business today. Okay. So he's your co-founder. He's not involved in the business anymore. What is the goal? Are you allowed to say what sales, what, how much sales you're doing and what the goal is? Are you allowed to talk like specific business numbers? Yeah, we typically don't go into too much detail. Like we're we're privately owned, but since 2018, we've tripled our ecom revenue. Okay, and what is the goal? Do you want to keep this business in your family? Do you want to sell it? Do you need to take on a bigger partner to really grow? What struggles are you having with having? Do you still consider yourself a small business? By definition, Bake by Melissa is a small business. Uh, we're growing. I think. One of my struggles or something I, I am aware of every day is I, we have to keep acting small as we grow. Like my passion and love for Baked by Melissa absolutely plays a role in our success. I know that. My crazy, I'm fucking crazy. Sorry, I said fuck. But like, like a lunatic, like it's the people. The people are what allows us to grow this thing. I get to like, take credit for it, you know, to the public. Like I get to talk to you today. How cool is that? But it's my team. Like I'm the face of my whole team working hard. So I think there are a lot of things that I'm focused on today that I wasn't always focused on because I just had more bandwidth to like know everyone's birthday and what they like for dinner and all of these things. But I think that plays a really big role. We are, we do want a strategic partner or we want to have the ability to grow more. I have never had so much faith in this company. I became CEO of Baked by Melissa two years ago next week, actually. And I never wanted to be CEO. I didn't have any aspirations to be in this role. But under certain circumstances, my board was like, yep, Melissa is going to be interim CEO of Baked by Melissa. And we'll figure it out. And then two months later, we were in a global pandemic. And how like it was the best experience outside of my comfort zone. Hold on, slow down because people listening are budding entrepreneurs and they, they've learned through this show that there are so many different roads. So you said a couple of things. So first of all, my business is probably around $100 million. I don't know if I consider that to still be a small business, okay, a year. Um, I don't have a board. You have a board. I don't really have a CEO that's sort of been named because I don't have a board that said there had to be one. I have a COO, which I didn't have in this whole decade until last year. So for people listening, there are so many ways to do this and none of us really know what we're doing, which is why, (laughs) Melissa, you've talked about imposter syndrome because one day you'll wake up and all of a sudden you'll say, wait a second, maybe I should bring on somebody who's going to give me money and then they're going to infuse and they will be a strategic partner so I don't have to be so stressed all the time. And then someone like Mark Cuban will say, well, what do you want the money for? Because then you have some different boss telling you what to do. Like, There's so many different ways and you have to figure out for yourself whether you want a partner, whether you want a board, whether you want a CEO, whether you're the CEO. Like, There's no right answer. So hold on. So you have, how many employees do you have that work for the company Bake Melissa? How many employees are there? Down to uh, salaried employees, let's say. 
Well, so we have the bakery and we have retail and we have our corporate office and all together that's around 200. That's a big, that's a, see that to me, that's a, not a small business. That's a big business. I have 10 people, 12 people, including literally my driver, like I to, to 12 people. So you would think so nice. <laughs> it's nice. It's not. Yeah, it's nice. So you have 200 people. We could be making the same amount of money because you, you could be selling more or less, but you have more people to pay. I have bigger expenses. I mean, it's so many different ways to do it. So you have 200 people and you have a board. So what, when did you create a board and what do you do as a CEO? What does all that mean? Cause you're this free spirit Yes. and I'm more of a free spirit than you. Cause I don't have a CEO. I am the CEO, but I don't even know what that means. So that's all beyond me. So we founded the company in 2008. My brother was like the vision, like it's his vision. And that, that really started and built baked by Melissa. He did all the shit that I didn't want to do. He also was our okay. first CEO. So one day in 2009, let's say, he went around to like me and my co-founders individuals like, I want to be CEO. And he should be. He was absolutely the leader. And at the end of the day, there needs to be one person making the decisions. When I hear that there are co-CEOs for a business, I'm like, what? how does that work? But okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm the CEO. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's right. the person who has it all on them, no matter what. So like when COVID hits, like, oh, I'm the one. And that's not you. No, it is. Well, it wasn't me. I had my big brother telling me what to do. And so he was our CEO for eight years. I oversaw the product. I was the face of the brand. You know, I was the penny lane, right? Like the, like the inspiration and whatever the brand. And then the talent, you were the talent. Yes. The talent. And then my brother is like a true entrepreneur. He needed to go and continue creating, like running a like small business is not like where mm -hmm. he excels, which I, and I saw that firsthand. He wasn't really happy anymore. So we hired his replacement mm -hmm. who was incredible. He, he had this incredible experience. He was my biggest fan. He, the, his greatest strength was people and empowering people. And he used to tell me all the time, like, you could be a C-level executive. You could do anything. And what I learned from him is that it's not rocket science. I needed that so bad. Mm -hmm. He also brought me back to life. Working with my brother was incredible. Like, we're still best friends. But for all of you out there who have siblings, try working with your sibling. That was probably the most challenging thing. Not to mention the fact that I have, I'm one of five co-founders. We all have this tremendous love and passion for this one child, essentially. Can you imagine? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. No, I don't. I want to get into that because I, I'm, I don't understand how during a pandemic, having 14 locations and how an e-commerce business is paying five founders and 200 employees. And I know you're not getting into details because I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not being um, nosy. I actually want to understand how you're managing that. That doesn't sound easy because people listening want to scale their business and trust and believe if I had 200 employees and five founders, I would be broke. So yes. Okay. So the CEO that we hired, I loved him. He brought me back to life and he taught me so much. And then unfortunately on December 5th, 2019, it comes to light that he did something illegal at a previous job and he pled guilty to it. And so he couldn't be our CEO anymore. That's it. Sorry. And wow. And at the end of the day, you know what? It's always been on me, right? Who, who I, I went into my investor's office 
And I said, don't worry. I, I knew I had to be calm and cool as a cucumber. And like, I am like, that's my whatever. Everything's always okay. Like, it's fine. As long as you have your health, it's going to, wow. it's going to be fine. So I went in there and I was like, it's going to be okay. Don't worry. Like, it's going to be, like, what are we going to do? Like, it's going to be fine. We, we, a board call. So like, uh, who's on our board? You know, my brother picked somebody that he, you know, had great relationship with. My investor has somebody who he put on our board. It's like an advisory. It's when shit like this happens, who are you going to call? Who do you trust right. to get together to be like, what the hell are we going to do? So we had a, right. we decided to have a board call that evening at 6 p.m. I'm standing, that's my bedroom. I'm standing in the doorway of my bedroom on the board call. And they're like, Melissa's, Melissa's going to be CEO. Like it wasn't even a question for them. I like feel it right now, even telling you, I, I look at my husband, I'm like, I'm going to be CEO. Like they're going to make me CEO. I, 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 okay. But I love it because you don't grow unless you have an opportunity to go outside of your comfort zone. And truth, like no matter what you're doing, if you're doing the same thing every single day and you don't have that change or jolt, then it's boring. Like it truly is. Mm -hmm. So I was like, it took me like 30 seconds. I'm like, okay, <laughs> like this is going to be great. That's so funny that you thought of it as so different. I'm so shocked by this. Like what, you didn't do anything different. What'd you do? Walk into an office with a briefcase? Like I sit home in pajamas every day. Like what, nothing had to be different. I love having somebody responsible for the PL. Like I love it. Like I love that my focus is the brand and the product and the marketing and all the fun stuff that I am truly the best at. Don't show me cash flow and the balance sheet and, and the PL like blah, like You see that now? You see cash flow and the balance sheet now? Of course. It's my job to make sure that the business oh. is healthy. Like, but I but but so <laughs> I hired I believe in it's so important to own your weaknesses. Like I know what I'm good at, I know what I'm not good at, and I'll be the first one to tell you when I'm wrong or I, I think that's so important. So I hired the best CFO I could find. <laughs> He's my partner, but I'm right. the CEO. Okay. So, but anyway, got it. I walked to the subway the next morning, listening to Rocky. I was up all night, like you know, crafting what we're gonna say. You know, Yadi, so and so is no longer the CEO of Baked by Melissa. It has nothing to do with us. It is entirely personal to him. Effective immediately, I am going to be CEO of Baked by Melissa. And they all stood up and clapped for me. That was like amazing. I mean, this was like the who's that? My team. Who are you saying my this team to? in my office. That's, oh, I thought like this was a press no, release or something. No. I'm like, I'm not, oh, okay, got it. That's hysterical. You're so, but you're so, you're so casual, but you're so, you're much more like sort of formal and corporate than I am. I'm looking at you and it's just so funny. The way you're describing yourself is so free spirited, but you're very official. Like we're running a mom and pop shop over here, but it's just funny that this is the point to people listening that there's so many ways to do this. So jump in and just figure it out for yourself. You have a very corporate vibe going on. Well, to be clear, I have an investor. So he made a personal investment into the company in like 2012. And then he started a fund and made a bigger investment while my brother was CEO. Okay. And so when you have that type of money in your business, and it wasn't a huge investment by any means, but he has a seat at the table. And I mean, now he's our, you know, very big shareholder at Baked by Melissa. And we've been working together for a long time. Seth has like been by my side through this whole thing. And quite honestly, like I, I don't, as much as I say, like, it's all on me. I don't know everything. Like I, I look to my team for, mm -hmm. for 
almost like there are things that I know certainly in my gut. Sometimes I can't even back it up with data, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to get it. Like this is, this is what we're doing, but that's very more rare. So I do think it's important to, to know, to have those people. Right. And for so long crowdsource. Yeah. And Seth was up with me all night. Like, you know, he was even crazier about it than I was, but what was so interesting is that I was so out of my comfort zone. He believed in me from the from that moment, like from when they were like, okay, Melissa's going to be CEO. He came and stood right next to me while I told my whole corporate office and sent the email to all of the 200 people. You know, it's a lot of people and you have to lead by example. And if you don't believe it, they don't yeah. believe it. And if you don't follow the structure and if you don't do what's right, then why would they? So when you have, I have this responsibility to like all of these people who are judging me like all the time. I like it. I like what you're saying because the truth of the matter is, and I struggle with this, I have, I am the only, I own 100% of this Skinny Girl brand. And the challenge with that is that I'm the only one who really feels the burn and the pain and the stress and the anxiety and the threat of cancellation and all of that. It really is on me. And I'm in, you know, and so that's- That's a lot. It's a lot. It's an absolute lot because you can't really get other people are totally invested and loyal and amazing, but you can't get somebody else to be as invested in it as you when you're really the whole thing. And that's just something for people to listen to and learn. You have many people that they have actual money they've invested. So they give a shit as much as you and they're betting on you and you are the face. So that's a different responsibility. And that's just something for people to think about whether they want to have partners or not. Because that's something that no one will ever care as much as you if it's your business. But you have it's not just your business. It's other people's business, too. Skin in the game. Right. Do you offer sort of pro- – I bet you're – like, do you offer profit sharing for the 200 people? Or do they have upside? I bet you they do. A, a lot of uh, – some a lot of them do. Like, a handful of them do. And uh, quite honestly, I think the hardest part of my job is bandwidth. I, there's never enough time. Like those are the things I need. I, I actually mentioned it on my executive call this morning. I'm like, we need to talk about that because we're getting to the end of the year. And it's really all about like providing our people with the support and making sure that they know how they performed and what they need to be doing next year to be better. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, 
Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. So with the pandemic, I said in the beginning that people had to not be a deer in headlights and that when there's big seismic shifts that there are like gold mines and that fish will just be in a different place and you have to pull your shit together and try to like watch the horizon and see where it's going to be versus everyone being panicked. I knew that what goes up must come down. It's just, it's a, it's a snow globe. It was shaken up and it happened for me personally in my business where it exploded and I'm trying to keep up with it. Like it's hard to keep up with it. And that doesn't mean like it's embarrassment of riches a lot of things did really well, but mistakes happen when things explode and you're not sort of prepared. You know what I mean? Like I was prepared, but I overshot the mark. I was trying to tell everybody else about that, but it happened to me personally in my own business. So nobody knows. Everybody looks at us and they're like, Oh my God, they have the best life. I want to be like that. It's fucking hard. It's really, really hard. So uh, whatever I get that. So what happened? So you have a small business. It's it's you have, you had a lot of retail locations. You're probably riding high. Everything was going well. So retail location sh- slowed down. Tell me what happened. Well, so so December 5th, I became CEO. And by the way, like we're in it again right this second because it's November 29th. Like we're in our busiest three-week sprint of the year, like leading up to Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then right after Christmas, we're like, okay, now it's Valentine's Day. Like we're already like 
in Valentine's Day because it comes right after and that's the single highest volume week Mm -hmm. of our year leading up. So I was able to, we, we had like the most successful holiday and then Christmas in the history of the company when I, after I became CEO, which was great. I needed that to happen. And then on, you know, COVID, everyone's talking about COVID. I remember I was at my bakery for a photo shoot. That's where we shoot all of our product. I'm sitting at a little folding table, the March 2nd, my brother's telling me like, he's scared a little bit like about COVID. And I was like, I don't have the luxury to be scared. Like I have a business to run. It wasn't really like, it didn't click for me yet. Then on the way home from that photo shoot, the mayor of Hoboken closed school. I'm in an Uber. I had all my team coming back to my apartment. I was like, let's just be together tonight. Let's have dinner, which was so random. And my parents were sitting in the corner of my apartment, like keeping their distance. I was like, holy shit, this thing is real. What am I going to do with my kids? And then my investor was like, all right, like layoff, like, what are we going to do? Like, like we saw revenue just go right down those like, uh, March 12th. Right. That was like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That like revenue just going down, down, down foot traffic to the stores were down, but sound like 70% year over year week over. Oh my God. Like it was just crazy. And so my, I had my investor being like, all right, like start thinking about layoffs, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, give me till Friday. Like I needed, like everything was changing so quickly and my team is everything. Like I get it. Like give me till the next paycheck. Like, let me just figure this out. And so this is when you just like fake families is my firstborn child. It is a part of me. I had like a wave. I think I was watching CNN and I'm like, Oh my God, like we need to keep people safe. Like that is what I believe in. The fact that as a leader, I didn't have a leader of this country or this like like telling me what to do was mind-blowing i was like you know what it's my responsibility as a leader if i have an impact on anybody else then i'm doing the right thing we closed all of our stores that saturday the 13th i believe it was and so i just had this wave over me like we have to close the stores we have to keep people safe and i called my investor like seth i was like we have to close the stores he's like all right close the stores sent out an email through our scheduling software we're closing tomorrow like we'll figure it out. And then um, we we did do layoffs the following Friday of hourly uh, hourly workers, including people in our bakery because e-com was also down. Everyone was in the state of shock. Mm-hmm. I guess I also left out that like even before that though, before I went to that photo shoot, so it was like March 1st, you see people stocking up on toilet paper, canceling events. We have a B2B business where like, it's like event orders and client gifting yeah. and people were canceling their orders. I got, I got my creative team in my conference room. I'm like, guys, like, I don't care that you have newsletters planned and campaigns planned. We need to change what we're telling people. We need to connect with our customers. They're looking to us and we're trying to sell them shit for like birthday parties. That doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So we changed our messaging right away to like, you can't be there to celebrate in person send cupcakes, stock up on cupcakes. Wow. You know, and, and I do think that worked actually. We like, I do, I believe so like a broken record, like our customer, similar to my team, our customer allows us to do what we love every day. And the more we can connect with our customer and help them through life and give them things that make their life easier and sweeter than the better we're doing as a company. So we, I think we really were, we were good at connecting with our customer. 
I'm like, hey, like we're in it too. We don't know what's happening, but have some cupcakes. Like send cupcakes. You can't be there in person with your loved ones. We were getting pictures of like 98 year old grandmas in the nursing home right. with cupcakes. Like, thank you so much for bringing a smile. Like we couldn't be together, but she was happy. And that was through, you're saying conveying through social media and through your website. That's what you, that's where this messaging is happening. And digital marketing. Okay. And so like we send out newsletters to our, you know, group of customers that have opted into receiving our newsletter, which is like hundreds of thousands of people, um, like, you know, direct ads and social ads. I mean, like we pay for ads on social media that. So did you, are you, were you, are you up since the pandemic or you broke even? Are you back to normal? Like what was the net situation? So we close our stores about a week later, become exploded. Like I was, I just knew failure wasn't an option. I was going to go drive the pick the drive the FedEx truck if I had to. Like I was going to do, I was going to right. die. Like to do whatever I needed right. to do. I was like in the bakery, like you know, showing everyone. I, I, so anyway, we like did the PPE in the bakery. We we uh, social distancing PPE. We get our bakery sanitized three times a week. Then we had to like tell everyone to get them back to work. Like mm-hmm. we, we created one cheaters, like your safety is our top priority. This is what we're doing to keep yep. you safe and bring it home and show your family. And that helped us get. And all this costs money though. You shut your locations, you're spending money. You, yeah, this all costs money. Okay, so now you're doubling down. We got the PPP loan, which was a help. We, we did layoffs because we looked at the, we looked at cash and we could have survived like a month. Like truly, mm-hmm. like, so we were just, what are we going to do? Like, mm-hmm. so we went all in on safety, getting people to come back. We did see the demand for e-com really go up. I mean, birth, our birthday skew, our happy birthday gift box is our number one selling skew, but it was up like, I mean, we couldn't get the gift boxes in fast enough. Like, mm-hmm. so that was great. And we, I, I remember saying to my investor, like my investors, like, number two, basically, like we were all talking like all the time, right? Like this is everybody was do or die mode. And so one night I said, Hey, Blake, how much revenue do we need to do an e-com to offset the loss at retail? He's like, you're, you're crazy. I'm like, give me that number. I just need that number. I'm so goal oriented. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I just need that number. I need the number that I'm working to- towards. And we did it. Like that was it. I was like laid dead set on what we needed to do at ECOB to offset retail. And I mean, then you get into like the logistics of it. Like if my CFO is here, is like, yeah, but the margins are different for shipping because you have all of the cost of goods. You have the shipping box, you have the ice pack, you have the liners, but revenue was up. But net net as a business, are you up, down, or even as a result of the pandemic? Did it help you in any way figure out what you really needed, didn't need, and shift your entire business? Are you, is it better? Got, not, not the health aside. For your business, was it better or worse to learn all of this? Is is do you have a better business now? Better. Okay. Better. Okay. Uh, and but and it's I am like the most annoyingly positive person in the world. Like even though I made it sound like it's great to have like five co-founders and an investor, right. like, you know, like like it's so important to understand and to like to take the good. But for the business, it was great. We're direct. We're uh, a digital first direct to consumer gifting company. Period. And our website is our flagship store. 
So everybody feels this is a success and it's a win. What happened? Like no one's still suffering from wounds. Everyone feels like, wow, we did it. And now we're on the up. That's like, it was good. So you learned. 2021 is even harder. This year is much harder for me than COVID was actually. Okay. Why? Let's hear about that. Cause that's the back end of COVID. So why? I think if anybody who's like listening, like, how are you doing? <laughs> like, like, you know, like, and, and so much of, of Baked by Melissa is my team. It's the people. And like, I'm burnt out, but I have no, you know, like it's, it's, it's exhausting. Like we've been in this global pet. I'm having a hard time. I feel the same way. So I don't know. We're not really aware of exactly why. I feel the exact same way. I have deal fatigue. I want to get off the ride. I, I, I get it. I fully get it. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why it's going on. I don't know what's upset. I feel the same way. So it might be the aftermath of that. Who knows? I, yes, we're making money, but it just feels harder to do so. I don't know what to do, which way to turn. It's it's exhausting. It could be being a mom. It could be balancing it. It could be all we've been through with school. But I feel the same way that you feel. So that's good for people to hear. And I'm sure, yeah. And I'm sure that like you and I kind of reacted the same way. You, what you were saying before, like, oh my God, my friends were freaking out about like toilet paper and wipes. I'm like, get your head on straight. Right. Like your kids are watching you. Like if you make light of it, your kids are going to be fine. Like they're so worried about the impact it's going to have on their kids. I'm like they're fives, they're three. It doesn't matter. Like just be happy. Don't show your stress. Everything's going to be okay. Like we're, yes, you know, so but but now it's like first it's I think everyone has burnout so like my team like has burnout and I've I've watched we like since May we had more turnover than we've ever had and I don't I don't take it personally that's good that you're being honest about that you're saying morale is down that happens in my business too it's shit the ship flows downwards if it's the morale can be down it could be something going on with your personal life it could be something going on with anything your brother working with your spouse money your own whatever hormones who knows morale can be down and then you have to just like look at it and try to correct it but that happens to me totally you've been stuck in your house for 20 months you're you want to kill yeah. your yeah so a hundred percent you're not traveling you're not tan you're not you know free you're not exercising i'm not exercise i don't exercise and i'm really not exercising your hips hurt from sitting down all day i was like doing stretches before on the show. floor while i was like waiting to start it's a shit show so but so you know where I'm spending my time right now? And this is what being the CEO is. We're doing a cooking class, my whole team. Because you know what? People love the relationships they build, True. plain and simple. And if you want people to love their job, then they need to build relationships. I'm not going to force my team to come into the office because they did an incredible job the past That's week. weird too now. You have at-home working and people, you don't know what, it does, nothing seems normal anymore. You're like, we have to have a structure, be in here, but beware. Like, it's very weird. It's very strange. So I like that you're being honest about that because it's totally how I feel. We, I tried to do, I do virtual baking demos, like for people sometimes. So I was like, okay, let's do one for Baked by Melissa. It was somebody's idea. Like three people came. I'm like, okay, well, if you don't want to come to, like, what are you going to do? And so- now people, even there's like a few people who really don't want to come to the office anymore. And it's fine. They're all doing an incredible job. So I just need to create opportunities to get together. We had a couple of happy hours. and Once a week, we're doing something to bring people. But it's still weird and it lacks structure. It lacks structure and that's strange. Like no one's working as efficiently from home. No, because you need collaboration. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And no, but we're all like this all day. Like with my neck hurts. I, 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 I had a consultation with an acupuncturist last week. <laughs> and at the, at the, he goes, look, he, we FaceTimed. He goes, show me your tug. He's like, you're just empty. You're tired. 
I'm like, thank you. Like, but I know it was, it was so validating. It's so funny. I put a scarf on. I tried to every day. I'm trying like now I'm like, I'm getting up and putting clothes on in the morning. Not just like they're sweatish and I have slippers on, but I put a scarf on. I know it sounds weird. I was like, I want to look, I have jewelry on. Yeah. I never used to do my hair, but like I need to sometimes like, because I'm going to start doing my hair. I didn't do my hair, but I brushed my hair. All right. I took a shower. I'm usually just like a top on. I like, but then now my hair is so healthy because I don't do anything. Exactly. You know, I don't even have opportunities to like do the PR as much. It's like all virtual. Exactly. All right. So, a couple of just a few more questions so your mistakes your biggest mistakes your biggest mistakes and your biggest fears I want to hear about that what you really have screwed up on and like they were just mistakes and you you just you know I I love this I like I hate to sound like a freaking kindergarten teacher but like mistakes are so important (laughs) I like I like say the same things on interviews I say to my five-year-old but like if you don't make mistakes you you don't learn you don't grow. I think owning your mistakes is very important. One of my strengths and weaknesses, it's like I'm on a job interview right now, but I mean it, is that I, I'm very trusting, but I own it. What's the alternative? Same. Being one of those like, but like- No, I know, negative. Like you're, you think, I mean, my brother is more of like the opposite where it's like, he thinks every everyone's out to get him, which is like also good. And like, you need that balance, but like you only live once. And, and it's the people, right? Like if I didn't trust the people that I spend all my time with, then what? Yes. But, but I heard something on Yellowstone last night and he's one of this, like the characters on a horse. I don't know. It was, it was actually Tim McGraw. He said, you don't trust until they've earned it. So maybe that's a good, I'm saying, cause people listening want to learn from whatever your mistakes are, even if you've grown from them. So I too. I've been stolen from, I've been scammed. I've been, had people try to get me canceled just cause I'm, you know, a target. So you can be trusting, but trust has to be earned. Let's just, let's put a, let's put a button on that one at least. So it has some sort of message to people, moral. Yeah. I, my dad, my dad is also, you know, he's runs a business and he like, since we started the business, like, don't be don't be too trusting or don't get too attached. Like they're going to leave you. Everybody leaves you. And you, you know what? Everybody leaves except for like my vice president. So you can't be too trusting, but you can't be negative and you can't be bitter. doesn't mean you're, you're bitter. It doesn't mean you're seeing the glasses half empty. Just be cautious. Right. Cautiously trusting. And you have to be knowing that sometimes people are going to disappoint you, but I'd rather have it that way. So I think, I think that's a big one. Well, for me, loyalty and hard work is more important than, loyalty and hard work is more important to me than intelligence. It always has been. Like if you're loyal and hardworking, it's the most important. If I don't trust someone, I don't, I have people that I won't feel emotionally safe with when I work with them. And it might be in a very trusting package. They seem trusting. If I feel unsettled, it's like, you got to go with your gut. But you, but you trust exactly. But like, okay. So my CEO who taught me more than any class I ever took, should I have not trusted him? Because you know what? Like my gut, for like I knew in my gut, deep, deep down, that something was off. I remember, and we worked. I get we, it. We we worked together for three years. I remember like telling my husband, who also knew about like something is off. We've been working together a year. There's still nothing that I like don't like mm-hmm. about him. Like there, something is off. But you know what? Would I change anything I did? Like I'm very, 
I think we're doing great. And like, look at me now. Like, I wouldn't have had that opportunity. It sounds like you probably didn't see something. It sounds like, because it happened to me, I'm sure that there's a couple of dollars missing from the cash register that you don't even know about, but you learned a lot from that person too. And he had a lot of benefits also, but you at least saw the signs. Most people get stolen from their brothers, their business managers, like it happens. So you should be rightfully paranoid when you're running a business. You have to be paranoid. And I notice everything. I don't, I I miss nothing. There's a book on a shelf. If it's missing, if there's a sesame seed that's out of a jar, I notice it. I don't know why. And everyone around me knows that. So if people know that you're not just sort of some dumb, dumb talent that doesn't know what's going on, then they'll at least know that you're awake, meaning you don't have to be so paranoid because you just, but if you feel something, it's not something that you can risk. Like you feel it for a reason. You have a mother's intuition and I have felt things in business and I have been correct. So I just act upon them. But if I don't feel safe, if I feel something's wrong and you don't want to deal with the change in the business, tough shit got to change. It just, you could feel it. So that's what I think about that situation. I don't know the guy, but I know that there's definitely something that you were feeling and it's probably correct. And it's good that you cut bait. A hundred percent. And I think that like, as far as strengths go, and I do think this is important and it's, it's hard to do. I'm a silent killer. Like it's very hard to like, let pe- like people like look at me. I'm, I smile. Like sometimes people are like, Oh, you're so pretty. Like shut the fuck up. Like whatever. <laughs> but you know what? I don't really care. Like, let let them think I'm just, like, this pretty face. That's Suzanne Summers. That's Kelly Ripa. The cute little pixie bluff. You know, that's, that's the, those are, Kelly, Kelly Ripa's a, Kelly Ripa's so smart. She's a shark, but she's in a cute little package, so no one takes her, took her seriously while well, she's winning. And same thing with Suzanne Summers as a dumb blonde on Three's Company. So those, that's good. I'm not a silent killer. Right, like, I don't need an ego. Like, I, I, I don't have an ego. Like, I, I, and since way before, like, being CEO, you know, I've had a seat at the board for uh, ever since we created that board. And, like, I would watch things. And who knew I would find myself in this situation? But I just, like, mm-hmm. let them watch me, you know? And it doesn't really matter what people think, as long as you know who you are. And I think what I had the wonderful opportunity to do is like go out of my comfort zone and prove myself to myself first. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what everyone needs to focus on. It's very easy to say like, Oh, this person wronged me. Or like if they would have done this differently, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like we're not going to ever be able to control other people. The only thing you could control is the way that you respond to the things that happen to you that are completely out of your control. And by owning that. And I, I read one book that like, it like everything clicked. Like it's called the games people play because I was having some trouble in my relationships. And it just like made me realize like, I am always going to have like a high emotional intelligence and I can't let anybody who doesn't have a negative impact on me. They don't see you coming and that they don't see you coming and that's okay. Not everything needs to be said. Not everything needs to be seen and not every dot needs to be connected as long as you know. Exactly. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. 
And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The last thing I want to talk about, because I talk about successful relationships on the show, a lot, what that means. You work with your husband. So... What the hell does that mean? What is, how does that work? Because how, how, I'm, I'm asking you a different question because I'm just talking about usually relationships. So how does that work with gender as it relates to finances, as it relates to partnership, as it results to masculinity, all that stuff? Like how to balance all that so everyone feels valued and, you know, you're the boss. We fell in love by using cupcakes. I hired him to help me with deliveries. I just didn't have time. I was this 24-year-old running all this stuff. I never worked a day in retail. 
Um, and then we kind of, we signed a lease for a bakery, like 10,000 square feet. And we were both going there every day. And that definitely took navigating. I think that was actually the most challenge. Like when there wasn't clear structure and accountability, that was a challenge, but we put real, so we both work on product development. I conceptualize everything and he basically makes it. So he like bakes every cupcake, that new flavor. Mm -hmm. And he's also responsible for other things. So separate spaces, physically in a home and also in business, separate, separate quadrants. He reports to my CFO. He will never report to me. I don't want him to report to me. Right, of course. I, and, and, and you know what? Thank God, like he's happier and more motivated than ever before because my CFO is incredible and I love him. So I think that is a big part of it. And then as it really, so my husband is not American. He is from Israel and, you know, culturally there are differences, which are also challenges sometimes, you know, I grew up like a very certain way and, and so he is very hands-on. He, somebody once told me like, oh, wait till you see, he's going to have maternal instincts. I'm like, okay, he, he is a very hands-on father. Mm -hmm. And I, I think, I think like we just being married and like relationships take work. It's, it's, it's hard. Mm -hmm. So like, I think the biggest thing for us is that like, A, I'm very good at like owning my, I've apologized. There's always something you could apologize for when you screw up. Yeah. But I think like, I need him. Like I can't do my job as, as CEO of Baked by Melissa without a supportive husband who plays a role in my house with my children as the father. Like he looks forward to the nights where I have a baking demo and like he's with the kids in our bedroom. They have like parties in our bed and they get to watch movies and eat snacks. And like, so they look forward to when mommy works. That's amazing. Or, you know, if I, he picks up the girls from school or when they were in daycare, like he would do the pickup. So I would do drop off and cause I'm a morning person, like get them there and work. So you have a true partner. You have a true partner. What I've been through that I will never go into detail about because I have respect. A normal person would be like committed. <laughs> I swear. Like you mean business wise, how you've been fucked over? Yeah. It's just really, it's really hard. I, and I, I would, I wouldn't say fucked over. I would say it's really hard. Okay. And yes. And yes. Like the way, and, but, but interestingly, and I didn't even realize how challenging it was maybe until after I believed that everyone like, it's like, I was so lucky to be in my role that of course it sucks. Like, like people think that I, I have everything. Well, you're assuming that anybody listening knows what you're talking about. I certainly don't. So we can, I want to say one thing to you. I'm just thinking in my mind, I'm, I'm like literally playing charades, but the girl by Chloe, I've read stories about her and she was partners with people. And then they sort of took her business. And I, I'm only reading one part of the story. <laughs> You know what I mean? I read Kelly Rutherford's custody story and her husband has custody. So I don't know the story, but I know that that seems like a weird story that the husband has custody in France. So I know that by Chloe, I used to go in there. I know that it's got a new business name. I think they sort of pushed her out. So I know that that happened with Kathleen's cookies too. She had these amazing cookies, Kathleen's cookies. She had two partners. She had to start over again and it's Tate's cookies now and she rebuilt it. So I literally just peripherally know these stories. So I know that I spoke to Stacey Bendit and she had a partner for like five seconds in the very beginning who still, it was 20 years ago. But like, I know that a lot of us women 
have these sort of beginning business horror stories. And that might be something to do on here, like a panel and talk. You sit here with by Chloe and Kathleen, because I don't even know what you're talking about, but something must have happened to you like that, where you started off, you trusted, and you had to hold on to your business with both hands. It just sounds like the same type of story. Am I right or wrong? It's a, it's a, it's a little, it, it's a story for another time. And I, the truth is like, if it weren't for everything that happened, I wouldn't be where I am today. And you know, there was mm-hmm. definitely things that were very unfair and I was very young and I didn't have the confidence I should have absolutely had in myself to overcome it. But I stand up for yourself. Yeah. But, and I used to get so upset and my dad would say like, the sun will rise tomorrow. Like what makes metal steel extreme heat? You're going to be fine. And like, I, I am who I am. I am so, I mean, like knock on wood, God, like, I don't want anything terrible to happen tomorrow, but like try and shake me, you know, like just try. I got it. I got it. I had that in my personal life. I had a situation that was excruciating for years and years in my personal life. Torture almost killed me. Nothing that could ever compare to my abusive childhood or anything. But this situation in my personal life was torture and I survived it and it wasn't business, but torture. So I think I might have my producers call you and maybe reach out to those two women and we can talk about as like a special episode. It just inspired me talk about things to watch out for as a young woman starting a business, mistakes, like things that you might not normally see. I think young women could probably benefit from that. Not just like a touchy-feely female empowerment show, but like really, whoa, I didn't see this coming. And they're probably all different stories, something like that. It took me a really long, I love that. Like I used to go on panels and and when I was like younger and they'd be like, so what's it like to be a female in the like workplace? What do you think about the challenges that females face? And I would be like, I like in my head, I'm like, I think we create the problem. I think that we're too focused on it. That's crazy because I was wrong. Like there is a very big gap. I don't, I don't even know how to say it, but the truth is like women are the best. Like we are, we can do anything men can do and more because we could also have babies. Like they can't, mm-hmm. like we're so smart. And like our, the things that they you know, like they're kind of like their egos, they're too ego. I, and I hate to say they, but like many men, you know, believe that they can do anything and then they fail because they can't. Whereas women are kind of the opposite. But I think we need to like put ourselves out there more like, I didn't want to be CEO of my own company that bears my name. What? Like, that's crazy. Cheryl Sandberg has a lot to say about that. She says that. I said to her, oh my God, Jeffrey Katzenberg called me back. And she's like, you would never say that if you were a man. Being you with the success you've had, of course, Jeffrey Katzenberg called you back. But that's a whole conversation for another day about gender and things that I never have thought of. Um, All right, this was amazing. This was overshot the mark. In a way that empowers women. Like, you know, like at the end of the day, like like that's all. Like I'm, I'm more about like using it as a way, like, I, I think like I love the sharing my story to like empower people and to show them that they can do anything, you know? Yeah, of course. It's amazing. You're very inspiring. I'm, it was a really amazing conversation. I could literally talk to you for hours. So I want to make a special episode about that conversation about like mistakes that we make and things we don't see and underestimating ourselves. And yes, a little bit of getting fucked over. Yeah. Um, 
This was beyond. So I'm thrilled to meet you. I can't wait to meet you in person. I'm thrilled to meet you too. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like I was very excited. So thank you so much. Oh, yay. Well, I was too. Congratulations on your success and love to your family. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And I look forward to speaking to you again. Awesome. I look forward to it too. And thank you. And congratulations to you. What an amazing conversation. I mean, you know, you never know how big or small someone's business is, which isn't that relevant. I mean, it's somewhat relevant, but Baked by Melissa is are these small, delicious, bite-sized cupcakes. It's a concept. It's unique. My daughter loves them. It's New York-based, so I know about it. But I just know it's a brand, no matter how big or small. And it's a brand that is backed by a woman. And I was just so incredibly thrilled to talk to her. Uh, just about her business and her experience, but I, I got so much more out of the conversation. What an inspiring human being. I'm just absolutely floored by her story, her honesty, her vulnerability, her challenges, her strengths, her weaknesses. And out of the conversation came a topic that I've thought about before, but didn't even consciously realize I wanted to talk about, which is women that I know of starting their own small businesses who sort of get blindsided or seem to be blindsided by partnerships or mistakes they never thought that they would make and obstacles they never thought they'd face. So I may want to kind of talk about that in a future podcast. Anyway, wonderful conversation. Really, really good one. Thank you for listening. Rate, review, and subscribe. Have a wonderful day. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. 
It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. 